back to No Real Left Behind. I'm Brian in North Texas, and I'm joined by two wonderful individuals this evening. Frank down in Austin, how are you? Doing well, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. And Willem up in Tulsa Town. How are you, Willem? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm crushing. I didn't hear when, you know. Nah, it's fine. He also asked you. It's fine. It's, I think, honestly, when there's three of us on here, I get asked at least twice. Sometimes I ask myself. Yeah, it's... (laughs) It is all good. Uh, is anybody? We we had a, a rather lengthy precast discussion, so I mean, I feel like we're already like mid conversation yeah. at this point. Can we give? Can we give a a, a just a cast wide welcome to probably the only podcast that's not going to be discussing the coronavirus? So enjoy. Yeah. There's an hour, hour and a bit, maybe hour and ten of good content here. That I'm sure we're about to generate because we don't write shit down. No, we don't. Uh, but it's definitely not going to revolve around the coronavirus. <laughs> no, because you know what? Yeah. You, you, In fact, I can't believe we just said the word. Yeah, honestly, True. I was going to go without it. True, but you know, it's tis what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, don't turn here for your news. Turn to actual news sources uh, for your news. Yeah. That's all you I'm going to say. Better time you consume this. I mean, I mean, you're probably already know everything you there is to know. Already have it. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> already know everything else there is to know in the world. Now you can go back and catch up on that. That's true. Uh, Frank, are you drinking anything exciting this evening? I, I had this one last time. It's the robot fish. It's really, I mean, when you get as much beer delivered, you're not really, it, I have variety, but you know, you kind of do this beer tonight, that beer tomorrow, you know, it's not. So yeah, back, back to robot fish. I think you got like six of these babies left. <laughs> That's from Kings County Brewers Collective. Is that right? Uh, Brooklyn, New York, uh, Kings County Brewers Collective. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Okay. Uh, it's really good. Villain, a citrus smash. It's good. Villain, uh, are you drinking anything fun and exciting this evening? Uh, depends on what your opinion is, but I'm drinking a Guinness uh, Extra Stout. Hell yeah! I actually have one of those in line next tonight, villain. We could be nice. beer, we could be beer buddies. Brian, great minds. Brian, great minds. <laughs> beer buddies. I'm gonna fucking make a drop where it's just beer. Beer buddies. Buddy. Be, 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 beer buddies. <sighs> That'll make it easier for me to edit. It's good stuff. Okay, uh, I am drinking uh, a, a, a classy brewery, uh, New Belgium Brewing. I'm drinking their Voodoo Ranger American Haze. Mm. What, what does Barker like to call that one? No, I don't know. He, I don't think he's talked about this one. Uh, I think he calls it the... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know what he calls it. Well, I know he, we've cleaned our act up. I know, how, I know he drinks Voodoo Ranger and... What do the, you think he calls it? The double... It's what word the, would he inject in there? Voodoo what Ranger? Oh, yeah. The Barker right. Mad Lib. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> we're, looking, <laughs> we're looking for a part of the body. Frank... Um, toe, big toe. Okay, so your answer is voodoo big toe ranger. I don't think that's, that's... what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that's safe. It's very safe. Big foot for big dick. You get the big old. Yeah. Wrong. No. 
uh yeah no uh no this one is uh they're it's just a classy like i don't know it to me it this taste this beer tastes a lot like uh boulevard's 80 acre wheat that used to be available it's like a, a haze or a a hoppy wheat beer and this one's uh, very similar to me for me i like it five and a half percent nice and tasty awesome I uh, yeah, no, I had it with, tonight with with uh, pizza, which was a terrible idea. I don't know why the fuck I decided to order pizza in the middle of the week. <sighs> I mean, pizza's good, so you I, don't know why. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Shit. I I've been eating like really healthy during the week, and mm-hmm. pizza from Domino's is not healthy during the week. And, it's tasty though. Uh, yeah, but I also feel like I've eaten a pound of salt and like just straight battery acid on my face. From oh, tomato shit. sauce, which is fucking terrible. Wait, tomatoes? Yeah, yeah something. Their sauce is high, so acidic, and like burns the edge oh. of my edge of my mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's intense. And I feel like I can't drink enough water throughout the night. Like I know I'll wake up in the middle of the night just pounding <laughs> water. Yeah. No, seriously. The I think the last time I had Domino's, I drank thirty-two ounces of water in the middle of the night, like just straight chugged two sixteen-ounce glasses of water. Mm. Boy, go big or go home, Frank is what I say. Don't talk shit. I enjoy. Not just kidding. <laughs> I would never stand up for like Domino's. <laughs> Villem, this is the hill I'm gonna die on, guys. The five ninety-nine carryout is the best deal in restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> it's all little Caesars or nothing. It is oh blah. that shit will not go away, literally. Uh Frank, I I mentioned in the thread earlier that I I, I purchased something. Well, you didn't mention you said you came upon a great idea. Oh no, I, I, <laughs> I did I say that? I'm pretty sure I said I just made the best purchase ever. I don't think I'm gonna go I back and check. Said I said just regardless. I mean, just nope. No, this is the hill you die on. On Domino's, <laughs> this is the hill I die on. I said just bought something that will be a all all caps game changer. Can't wait to tell okay. you all about it on the cast tonight. I, I, for whatever reason, I read just thought something that'll be a game changer. I no, I, when I have thoughts, I share them with you. But I when I buy okay. things. Don't you? All right. Uh, All right. Spill the beans. Um, it, it it is. I'm trying to share my screen because it's something that I don't want to just spoil by words alone. I want to show you. It's a draft. Oh my god! I it'll be here tomorrow. He got a bidet. (laughs) Tell me it has something to do. Tell me it has something to do with the toilet paper shortage. I mean, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't not have anything to do with it. But I figured <laughs> I'm gonna outsmart the system. You fucking toilet paper. I'll just use a bidet. Boom, bitch! It's exactly what I told my wife. I was like, "Well, luckily we prepared for this two years ago because we've had a bidet the whole time." <laughs> now, here's the thing: you might want to get some shop rags just in Here. case because you, it does that. it does leave a little residue. So you might keep shop vac. Oh, what? Rags. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's not gonna. Res- it cleans your butthole, but it. I mean, you still need to wipe. Otherwise, you're walking around with poopy water. Oh, Frank, I'm not okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Frank, I'm not. I'm shop not. Rag. Yeah, shop rag. You made it sound like I, it was gonna. You made it sound like it was gonna hit the wall Are and you stick like there. Next person's poopy water. No, I'm saying if you're okay. So let's say you can't get it toilet paper for a little oh. bit, but you're out. You might use some rags oh, and just right. wash them. It's not that bad. Oh. It's not leaving. It's not leaving literal chunks of shit on the rag. Okay. It's, you just need to kind of dab it 
Okay. Have it dry. You so know? to be clear, I, I, I have toilet paper and I have uh, quite a bit, but I want it to last longer. So I understand I will need toilet. But I, I'm not a monster, Frank. I'm not just I'm walking not, around. With, <laughs> with just, hey, this might not even be. <laughs> This might not. This might not even be advice for you, Brian. I'm oh, just saying. In thanks. In general, or in generalmente, you might just consider getting yourself a bidet instead of standing in line for toilet paper. Big boom for the industry. First off, <laughs> second, I've been pushing this for years, so you're welcome. Third, uh, in the event that you do run out of toilet paper, you always have rags. Oh, I'm sure, trust. unless you don't clean your house. I trust. I bought uh, so a couple weeks ago. I bought some bought some extra goodies because one, it was starting to get real hairy in my house after my wife got sick. I was like, yeah. uh, it came to realization this is that time of year where she starts bringing home different stomach bugs, and then my daughter oh, is God. in is in daycare and she has all kinds of shit that she's exposed to, and yep. they're both immune to it. Because they—that's where they are every day. And meanwhile, I'm over here just catching every, every bit of sickness. So I was like, "Yeah, you know Brian what? needs a day by day three. But yeah, day three, it's gonna get, it's gonna get real raw. My butthole is so raw. It's gonna I get just real raw. cannot use paper anymore. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we've all been there. It's all right. Great, great but, content. <laughs> well, I it's like bought. it's like when you're when you're when you have a cold and you're trying to blow your nose, but you're like, oh god, this hurts so much. Times fifty because it's your butthole. <laughs> now let me just tell you, you're better off if you've got the virus, the 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 stomach virus that Brian's talking about. Um, you're better off using that bidet day oh, yeah. one. Oh yeah, than getting that raw buddy and then using the bidet because that just it just feels like fucking stinging. <laughs> horribleness oh, <laughs> like yeah. you don't want to try to play catch up when it comes to raw no, holes. no no start with the water <laughs> don't go raw uh i was gonna say yeah the only difference is between you know the the analogy that you used about blowing your nose is i have honestly i've been punched in the nose before i have oh, never been punched in the open butthole before i don't think that is uh, i think one of them is that. one of them is more that. sensitive than the other is all i'm gonna say yeah but i mean some people enjoy that i you guess know, so no, no judgment I, I guess I not it though. I'm just going to, no, I mean, not it. I don't know of anybody on this podcast that does. I'm just saying, oh. if you happen to be a listener, which there is a high likelihood, we do have some listeners who might enjoy oh, getting there's a high likelihood that you are a listener, that you are a listener listening to this. And after this conversation, you might not be. So it was fun. <laughs> well, if, if you, if you do show so happen to enjoy getting punched in the butt, I believe some people might call it fisting. No. That's up to you. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> we were fine until that point. <laughs> we went over. So, yeah. No, Frank, I'm on the bidet train. Choo-choo. And Great. I'm so and happy. Never, let's never bring up a bidet on this cast again. No, hey. I'm going to have a full <laughs> review. I may even put that. That may be the next Instagram TV video you that I post. You got the Lukes? Up. You got the Lukes? Uh-huh. Yeah. The, 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 boy, if you're going to... You can't have your bidet talk without the butthole talk. I'm just saying. No, you yeah. can't. You can't. It's one without the other. You just can't. They're one. They're one in the same, really. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm. I'm about to order some bidets for the front bathrooms here. They don't have them, oh. but I feel guilty because my guests don't get to experience the voluptuous. Oh my word! Experience <laughs> that is the bidet. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna share the wealth, Brian. You <laughs> just convinced me. I'm gonna grab two of them tonight. Hey, all I'm gonna say is. Fucking toilet paper. This shit's less than fifty dollars. <laughs> exactly, and there was probably like some 
secondhand toilet toilet paper salesman that's going to come by your door in 15 days. Oh, speaking of second second rate salesman, uh, guess what's available in our neighborhood right now, guys? Sudden what? Link. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, who let them? I don't. Who let them in the door? I don't. gave them permission. I don't know. This douchebag rang the doorbell at eight fifteen. I had just sat down with our pizza, and I was Did like, "Laugh in his face." And no, go, oh yeah, I remember. I'm still watching. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's just, he's just the door. <laughs> you didn't have to laugh. All you needed to do was say, "Sudden slut, you're never gonna be connected." <laughs> I, that's the, that's the theme song that Parker used to always sing when the Sunlink commercial came on. <laughs> I uh, I told Mrs. Brian I was like I swear to God because I, I saw it, like we we pulled up our little front door camera and I was like nope I don't know him not important I'm eating dinner I'm and I just kept eating and I, we see him put something on our door I was like oh cool can't wait for this church flyer it's gonna be great. And I go out to take the trash out, and I see what it is. I'm like, uh, I, I just got saved from an assault charge tonight because I would have told right. that dude to fucking kick rocks so hard. <laughs> Might have even threatened him. Next time I see you on this fucking property, I will end you. You understand that, right? Yeah. <laughs> this will, is a no no sudden link home. <laughs> yeah. We are fucking sudden link free since 93. All right? I said no to sudden link. You guys are running a goddamn monopoly in central Oklahoma right now. And I, it is a monopoly. Uh, fuck them and their Brian, you fought the law and suddenly won. Yeah, well, Suddenlink still. I don't really think in this scenario anybody won. No, no one won. Brian, blood pressure lost here. Yeah, my blood pressure spiked. Uh, other good news is, anytime I see my neighbors, I'm gonna be yelling at them. You didn't get suddenly, did you? Uh, no. And then, hey boy, you're in for something. <laughs> let me tell you. And I walk across the street, pulling my pants up as I walk. <laughs> Doing one of those, like, let me, let me tell you something here, boy. Let me spin you a tale of shitty customer service, long load times, and spotty, I don't know, uh, Twitter responses. It seems seems like you could use this in a malicious manner, right? So the guy across the street who's got the blue line poster, you might go up to them and be like, Guys, I just got Suddenlink. It is four times as fast. <laughs> no, those right? those those old assholes probably have uh, what's the Roberts.net? Oh yeah, the, they probably got the, a satellite the out satellite there. Internet that they're using. I'm <laughs> guessing. Boy, honey, it's slow again. Yeah, it's raining, George. It's raining. <laughs> you know we don't get. We just get the NOAA weather app when it's. <laughs> we- we, I just hit my emergency button on my on my necklace, and they did tell me what the weather is outside. Honey, you forgot to refill the goddamn morphine. Am I going to go live to live in a fucking nursing home finally? Yeah, I think they might actually be sending one of them to a home. Anyway, oh. yeah. It's, oh, fair enough. That's too, what happens. It's normally too, they fight it until they can't. Too soon. Yeah. No. That's anyway. all right. Oh, I mean, that was a good, I mean, palpable joke at that it, point. It was, <laughs> family's listening to this. <laughs> I doubt that they're fucking, they're turning this on. They have a, my 911 is Smith and Wesson sticker on their front window. So, yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, that's goes. literally just fuck them. That's what that means. It's just fuck <laughs> whatever. Oh, speaking of fuck them, villain, what are you up to? <laughs> I'm just recording this podcast right now, Brian. Oh, oh I just I hear a video game controller going. Is that. Brian, it's the I just couldn't keep up with the conversation. It's the click clacks of the sticks, and I you have the loudest Xbox controller. I know. Did you buy like an Amazon Basics controller with (laughs) no sound dampening? Normal controller, Uh (laughs) and I've invited him twice this week, and you, Brian. 
to play some Rocket League. Now all of a sudden he's got I told time. You I this weekend. Well, I got time because I'm casting for Rocket League. I got League. time because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so involved in casting. I've got I time. Involved. I've kept up with everything. Okay. I, right. what, what did I say last? Okay. All right. right. We're like, there's been this. a whole conversation since what you said. <laughs> the answer was obviously what did I say last? Don't um, don't play into this game, villain. He's playing head games with you right now. Yeah. He's actually on the other team of Rocket League right now. He is fucking trolling you, <laughs> multi level. He is. This is the new version of screen looking, right now. <laughs> fucking screen looker. <laughs> oh boy, that I shit wish, was hilarious. I we were w- like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're way too old to be yelling that at one another. Here, but you know, like it's I mean, calls it like a sees it, man. If you've, ever, if you've ever played Halo, there's nothing worse than a screen looker in Halo 2. There just isn't. That's the sacrilegious nature of that game. Oh, okay. So you're just gonna pick up on the landmarks around me and then go over there and like, exactly. Cool. I just caught it out of the corner of my eye. I thought it'd be a good idea to go to that, that level. And I'm 30 and I will still call it. <laughs> Brian didn't have a brother, so he didn't have a screen looker. He just doesn't understand. No, I I, I understand screen looking. I played Goldeneye. I know it's like so. you understand it, you just don't understand that visceral reaction to I, it. Yeah, no, I understand know. I understand being better than another person, overcoming adversity. That's what I do. You know, Brian, Brian, what's up? That's not how I was raised. Willem and I, <laughs> Willem and I were training for the esports league oh. before you even thought knew it, before I, anyone even knew it existed. I'm glad that really worked out for you because one thing I knew when I first met you guys was, oh, these two esports brothers, they're fucking <laughs> top of the world. <laughs> they're really gonna call it they're really going places, these two. Mm-hmm. Are you guys sponsored? Wow, this is great. Yeah, God, you're sniping. You're 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 sniping abilities just second to none. I'm gonna, what the villain did you say? I'm gonna hitch my wagon to these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do they got a deal? They got a deal with Sony and Adderall. It's fucking sick. No more. Like, you got a deal with Monster and some other shitty. I was gonna say, you know, their fridge is always stocked with Mountain Dew. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Mountain Dew Code Red. Sit down, bitch. Yeah. No paycheck. Uh, this is better. This is better. <laughs> Halo, <laughs> Halo, Halo edition only. <laughs> Film. No paycheck. But this this seems right. This seems better. I really appreciate that. Mm. Holy fuck, y'all! What else is there to talk about? I nothing. nothing hey, shut it down. Yeah, it. was just yeah. We'll call it's all kind of unraveling. I feel like. I, quick hit. I mean, I feel like that's not helping, but yeah, sure. What, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those unraveling parts. I'm going to pull out my lighter. I'm going to singe the ends, cinch this bad boy up and keep rolling. Uh, gentlemen, I did something that I haven't done in a long time a few days ago. Not that, uh, Frank. Not that. Get, villain. Nope. I guarantee you. Not, not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that. Uh, how would I put it? Complimented someone? <laughs> First off, Dick. Second, no. <laughs> of course not. Why would I ever? Why would I start now? I'm 33. What am I doing? Also, side note on. Hey, hey, hey. The pasta was good, but that sauce, what were you doing? Mom, next time, try better. Just try to be better, huh? It was edible, but shit. <laughs> no, uh, on compliments, uh, I want to blame you two in particular for my inability to accept compliments. So the other day, uh, I've had to refresh my wardrobe because I've drop too many sizes so i had to get new pants basically oh, yeah. humble brag humble, humble brag, brag. <laughs> it is i said weird flex, I, weird flex. <laughs> yeah. yeah still you lost weight that's the question <laughs> like wow i i guess 
Uh, <laughs> Emphasis on lost. Yeah, you lost. Wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. No. Uh, so I, I've had new clothes. You know how sometimes new clothes just tend to look better anyway. And you see somebody yeah. wearing new clothes. You're, so I've received a few compliments at work from various people in the organization. And I cannot take a compliment because every time somebody says something, I'm like, wait for it. When when are they gonna be like you look like shit or something like that or like hey, it's a good looking oh shirt man can you feel okay <laughs> like I mean Brian I'm I'm I maybe you need to go to therapy for that probably. I'm just telling you not one of those jokes have ever been meant to be scarring for life just so <laughs> we're aware just on my toes it's like I'm walking through the streets it's like constantly jerking my head around looking oh, behind me God, and this poor man. but it's like you're waiting for the next dad joke you just need to stop waiting I, it's coming there's nothing you can do about it. It's just, just life. Life. on its way. It's like death. If you don't get exactly. to that, you get death in taxes. It's de- <laughs> so what you're saying is getting made fun of is like death. It's going to happen. And okay. you're on the stage. You gotta live your life in spite of it. <laughs> First off, getting made fun of a little harsh. That's harsh. Yeah. Okay. The, joke, the joke is, let me just frame it for everybody. Brian woke up one morning. Hungover, looking amazing okay. for being as hungover <laughs> as I was. was looking fine, but the, the the running joke was this was in Dominican. He said, "Brian, are you okay?" Because this was like noonish. He was looking fine. Villa uh, goes, "Brian, are you okay?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and I go, "Brian, are you sure you're okay?" And then Parker goes, "Brian, are you okay?" The, you're, you're doing a terrible and, job at setting this wonderful joke up, by the way, because th- they didn't all like gang up and ask at the no, same time. No, it's not one time. It no. was not. It was yeah. throughout the day. Oh, Brian, tell it. Brian had it firsthand. Yeah, the 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 the, the, the fucking uh, traumatic experience of it. Each one of them came up separately throughout the fucking day. <laughs> Hours apart. Hours, Hours apart. Of- Locations fucking changed. We were fucking transported places and people were asking me, Brian, you feel okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel fine. Yeah. You look like shit. And they would just walk away. And I was like, fuck. I, at one point, like, y'all got your dad to fucking ask me. You understand that, right? <laughs> Y'all's dad came up and was like, you feeling okay? I'm like, we yeah. always go that step extra to make it special. The this fucking- is always, hold on. This is also in the Dominican Republic where he could have something and only be showing like, Oh, oh yeah, puffy eyelids, and then tomorrow he's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, oh, you got bit by the old eyelid spider, huh? What? <laughs> uh, that'll get you tomorrow. Oh, that'll get you tomorrow. You'll be, sh- <laughs> you'll, you'll be yeah, shitting out of your dick. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Can you feel your left leg yet? All right. Well, it's gonna burn. I'm able to feel my left leg. No, I mean really feel your left leg. <laughs> yeah, something real like head gamey. Like, <laughs> do you smell like burnt corn right now? No. Okay, let me know if you do. <laughs> Fuck, I think I might and smell you it. Get going to the ER if you start tasting pennies. But don't go to yeah. the yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you come back like. Remember a while back when I said go to the ER? I didn't mean go to the ER in the Dominican Republic. You're going to have to go back to like Miami. We need to get back home. Yeah, you should probably get back home. No, so they come up to me three different times, and then they send in their they send in their dad for a fourth, and I think even y'all's sister fucking came up and asked her. There was a female involved in asking. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I know Christina asked it at one point, but oh boy, that, that, <laughs> could you imagine playing with someone's emotions like that? I, it was all fucking day. About, no, 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 hold on, hold on. If you go as far as like, oh, 
Oh boy, your eyelids are kind of puffy. Just so you know, there is a bug here. If it did bite you, let me know if you taste pennies. <laughs> Some unconnected shit. Like. <laughs> just gonna have like the most fucked up day. <laughs> you're like, God, I, I think I taste pennies, but I just put a piece of copper in my mouth. Like you're like, you, you they they get off the bus like, oh, you're wearing sandals. You're not gonna want to expose your toenails. Those toenails are going to be covered up at all times. I just, you know, I honestly, I'm just thinking about that. That's the most fucked up, hilarious joke I've thought. But it was nothing like that. It was just people individually. And then when I did mine, I was the last one. And I immediately told them, I was like, oh my God, we've been punking you like all day. Well, because at that point I had asked my wife, I go, do I look okay? She was like, yeah, you look fine. <laughs> These motherfuckers, like, I must look like shit to them. Am I pale? Am I pasty? Am I, do I look sweaty? No, you look fine. All right. Oh. You sure? Like I'm asking other people. Hey, yeah, it was, it was, we're having a good time, right? Everybody's having fun. Did you get a beer? Hey, do I look like shit or I look fine? You think I look fine? Maybe you look like shit, and I don't like. Yeah, man, I did not realize that impacted you in such a way. I'm fucking yeah. No, it stuck with me. You guys. <sighs> anyway, I. Uh, that was good. It was good. Uh, it was. It was something. Goddamn. It was something. Oh, no. Uh, what I was going to say that started us off on this whole path of uh, I did something recently I haven't done in a long time. Uh, I went and bought a cigar. Oh shit. Uh, <clears throat> so I after last week meeting up with Sweet Baby Parker for lunch at a badass pizza restaurant. By the way. All right, lunch. Do what? No, sorry. I thought this was going to where, and then we split a cigar and went back to work. No, 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 no. no. Parker went home. <laughs> he was like, his concern was uh, the like five hour drive back to Tulsa. Uh, understandably, but after we left the uh, the part of town that I was in, I had to drive right by Cigars International, mm-hmm. which used to be where I bought all my cigars in college. Remember, I used to smoke out in a little uh, courtyard area of the villages at Oklahoma State. Uh, that was before the fucking hookah guys were out there breaking hookahs all night. Yeah, I am. And it's just not. That hookah lounge was legit, and then it just became shit real quick. Did you ever go to the hookah lounge out at White Barnville? No, I did not. <laughs> I was a little bit off of my trail, if if you if you will. If you if you if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Great for like the first three weeks, and then we stopped going because you had apples in there. Yeah. It was probably um, the legit good thing that White Barn ever had. <laughs> like, the hookah lounge on the patio. Well, the craft beer taps were good. I remember going Don't, to a party over there. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I remember when Marshall was on tap. Shut up. There. God damn it. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> you just need to stop bringing up White Barn. Uh, no, it's fucking craft beer at White Barn. <laughs> And the first time we were talking about it, and Frank and I got into an argument about the fucking validity of his story. He was like, no, it was out there. And it finally came to me pulling up when Marshall became Marshall Brewing became a thing. And I was like, impossible. Impossible that you remember that. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, no, I bought a a stop by Cigars International uh, and they have like a fucking warehouse, but it's like beautiful inside. And uh, stopped by there, got got myself two cigars that I can only find through them, and okay. uh, I, I, I smoked a cigar Friday afternoon, and I f- it was fucking amazing. It was just as awesome as I remember it. 
Yeah, cigars are legit. It's not it's not something I've you need never, to do more than once or twice. Like at most to me, once or twice a month. I smoke maybe once every two months. But I thoroughly always enjoy it. I, oh, I go every day. Baby. <laughs> I'm smoking a cigar right now. <laughs> I, think, I like to enhance my chances of all cancers. I think, uh, <laughs> I, I think if you smoke a cigar a day, you actually have to wear like a derby hat or like a bowler hat. Like that comes standard. Like you don't buy it, it just shows yeah, up. Uh, yeah. Grows like you shave it and it's like, no, but you're a cigar smoker. It just comes right back. There's, yeah, there's some sort of funky, weird facial hair that's involved 100% of the time. Uh, obviously the hat and if you you apparently know a good tattoo guy always well even if you don't have tattoos mm-hmm. you know even somebody. if you don't <laughs> you know where you're gonna get one you know or you know where to send somebody suggest somebody and while while you have a cigar in your mouth all right go, go to my guy over here he's gonna be good Dave, he's a good artist <laughs> Uh, he did all of Mikey's. He did all of Mikey's tattoos. Look at Mikey. Mikey's. Oh Lord, that's sounding like Jersey Shore there. My, no, he's got a fucking face tattoo. Mikey does. Anyway, <laughs> uh, doesn't smoke cigars. He just likes to hang out with the guys. Mikey's he's, just likes to inhale secondhand smoke. He's in. He's in recovery. He's going through some I'm things. Mikey. Uh, no, and also, if you happen to be even five to ten pounds overweight, you get one of those sweet ass Cuban shirts. Those button down the oh, the Diabaras. Diabaras. Gotta wear. The, no, again. You don't have to do anything. They just they show up. Like you, you, you don't even have to button them. You just get out of bed one day and like. No, as soon as you put that cigar to your lips and you finish one, you go look at your closet and tell me you don't have seven guy bears in there. <laughs> <laughs> These Tommy Bahama shirts just turned into guy bears overnight because obvious. Also, you've got Tommy Bahama shirts in your closet. Oh, plenty of those. I, I say plenty. this. I say this because the Cigars International Lounge like is a is a legit full uh, whiskey and beer bar. Why have we not gone there? I don't. We, this is the first time I had been there the other day, and I was like, "This place is fucking legit." And obviously, you know, you can if you buy one in their humid, their giant ass humidor, they'll cut it for you if you're going to smoke it there in the lounge. They have table lighters. Do what? Give you a little hand job. Yeah, I mean, we can pay extra for that, but uh, and it's obviously going to be given to you by a guy wearing a guy bear and a fucking bowler hat. But you look out across the lounge and it's nothing but back the blue shirts and guy bear shirts, wow, <laughs> bowler hats about- and stupid facial hair. And I was like, wow. The, right. the next time someone says that craft beer has a type, I'm going to fucking neck chop them as hard as I can. You're like, no, nope, there's a type. Everyone, every, every, everything has a fucking type, but that's, that's the truth in it. Yeah. It's so- it's not craft beer has everything. Have you seen the fucking wine drinking type? Yeah, uh, it's a fucking type. I, I, going out of the sin type, CrossFit. There's a fucking type. There's, Absolutely, type. Like there. What? Oh, you just carry your sledgehammer with you. You're just waiting to find some tires. Is that what this is? Hey, there's a bar. There's a horizontal bar. Let's not do any fucking shitty form pull ups. Okay, we just leave that horizontal bar where it is. Brian. What? Brian. Yeah. Every park is an opportunity for a full fit <laughs> workout if you make it. What's your wad? Okay, my my wad is uh, my wad today is going to be spinning around that swing fifty <laughs> times, weighted pull ups after. Then I'm going to sprint up and down this child play area. <laughs> if okay. a child if a child gets in my way, so help me if they mess up my Murph time or whatever right. the fuck is happening. Right. 
Yeah, no, it's Murph Day today, <laughs> which means the original Murph blog <laughs> post my Murph time. <laughs> Boy, I'm so glad it's coming down. Yeah, well, have you taken a look at your ligaments lately? <laughs> I've had 13 <laughs> knee replacement surgery. Shoulder. I'm just telling you, it's 100% guaranteed that form will ruin your shoulder socket. <laughs> you do a Kimping pull-up. I do an Ellie Kemper pull-up, okay? And that's where I pull up old episodes of The Office post-season six where she's on there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy. Wow. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah, deep, deep cut. Uh, wait, I don't think yeah. I have that drop anymore. Uh, no, it's gone. Damn it. I need to bring that back up. Deep cut. Do what? said you already lost the deep cut cut. Cut. Yeah, I guess not. I guess so. Damn it. It sucks. Oh, well. Yeah, but it's, that's that's the truth, though, man. Everything has a type, and, and especially things that have cultish followings. Like, they all have types. They I, people all need to feel like they belong. Oh, yeah, so you wear the uniform <laughs> of whatever helps you belong. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna say I don't fall into that category uh, with my button-down shirts and uh, and uh, khaki shorts. Uh, basically, I am a walking dad billboard for a majority of the places that I go. Uh, but that's not a type. That's, I mean, I, it might be a type, but it's more of a comfort type. I mean, oh, I yeah. honestly, no longer, no longer trying. Is what he's no, saying. I mean it's a nice button-down. You know how it goes. So. I mean, <laughs> I say I say that and you. <laughs> version of the prior joke that got you you know <laughs> yeah i got yeah i got yeah see, started yeah. this career really <laughs> <laughs> this career of mine fucking i i've got to step away for a second and grab a brewski so i will be right, you guys you guys talk amongst <laughs> yourselves y'all are brothers y'all can figure this out right do what Willem, do you have a are you Willem, you're drinking water right i am i'm about to go to bed after this so i decided not to pick up another beer oh okay what's that like what the fuck are you sick? What are you? No. <laughs> Brian, I had yoga tonight. Okay, I can't be bothered with a second beer. Uh. <laughs> you go to a yoga studio? No, hell no. Got Just, money for that. Did you do I, YouTube uh, yoga? I did a YouTube yoga. Yeah. <laughs> right. The Paul Man's yoga. Good. It was glorious. I did a beginner video. I've been having um my muscles throughout my shoulders here have been tightening up a lot so i've been having mm. to do like some fun yeah yoga's good. good for that ladies and gentlemen right. villam is just now he's taking a shirt off he is flexing on the camera oh, right God. now for no reason yeah. uh, uh yoga takes more than a day to get you buff just so you know right <laughs> just you know i'm not that's not my goal <laughs> so yeah villam's like i'm gonna get ripped doing some yoga <laughs> he will you keep going with yoga it is a Muscle building activity. Oh, I remember so, that's what Hulk Hogan did in 1992 before he fought Andre the Giant. Nothing but yoga, Hulk. Little known fact. Some of those <laughs> you have to hold oh. for so fucking long. Um, okay, well, I'm having Felix. I had this one last time too. The Gun Hill mm-hmm. Brewing Cup. Felix, great beer. Oh, oh shit. <clears throat> Brian just poured a Guinness and it is all over. <laughs> Well, I didn't know that I glug glugged so hard, but I'm just going to do a slow reveal of the amount of foam in this glass. Pour hard. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> yeah. More head than he's gotten in a year. Hey, oh. 
true. Fucking burned you and your marriage. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Uh, Fuck. (laughs) Fucking burn. I I forget how much I like Extra Stout from Guinness. And then I remember how much I miss the foreign Extra Stout from Guinness that is no longer available. Can I say? Yeah, this didn't taste like I thought it would, honestly. It's got a weird tang to it. Mm. Um, It does. Yeah, as I say, it's a really, really dry stout that people aren't used to. It's 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 a very very typical true to style stout. Well, sweet. Uh, it's also five point six percent alcohol, which Americans are not used to when they drink a stout. They're used to having something a little more oomph. But aged, if you will, or yeah, or just all malt bigger, because um, even like an English stout uh, that you get from uh, some like traditional breweries, they'll be maybe a touch higher than this, but they have a lot of extra, like you said, sweetness just from malt. Uh, this is not that. And of course, when you pour it as hard as I did, a nice little frothy head on it. Anywho, Mm. uh, Frank, I want you to do something for me. I want you to close your eyes. Your eyes closed. Practically sleeping. Okay. Don't, don't, don't sleep. Wake up, wake up, Frank. Wake up. Okay. All right. right. Closing your eyes, but keep your eyes closed. (laughs) All right. I want you to do your best to reach deep down inside. Just just grab a hold. It's going to squirm, but just grab a hold of it. Grab your inner Parker and hit us with a grinds my gears. Do you think you can do that? Uh, yeah, sure. I can. <clears throat> I, I say that because I know that that's something that we, that, we, that we like to hear from Parker. And I feel like sometimes we have some gears that need to be ground of our own. Yep. And it just needs that we need to bring out the old grindstone and uh yeah so so let's just we're gonna need to lay some groundwork for grinds my gears here because last time I ground some municipality gears, and I was told you you ground people's livelihood is what you did. you were like these pieces of shit with jobs <laughs> that's not what I said, and then the time. next week you yelled at delivery people. <laughs> well, that's a very different story. Okay, that is a very different story. Um, no, I forgot no. about I'm the municipalities. Say, this is a true grinds my gears, right? So grinds my gears is the other person is annoying. I understand there were steps I could have taken. Always, <laughs> there are always steps. But goddamn it, when you're the customer or when you're in the right, it just is not like acceptable right yeah. like it's not acceptable so <coughs> excuse me i've <coughs> got a self-quarantine um what really grinds my gears is the uh, the state of uh mechanic servicing at dealerships today. okay now i know a lot of people say don't take your car to the dealership don't do that okay fine Understood. Uh, a lot of people have uh, no, no real option because they're if they lease the vehicle, right? You got to take it to the to the dealership. Otherwise, they they actually might fine you for not doing that. Um, additionally, uh, some people do trust OEM parts more, whether that's right or wrong. I don't have a problem if you take a car to the dealership, do whatever you want to do. 
as long as you get your car fixed. But here's the deal. Wait, hold on. Let's just you can get OEM parts at like a Jiffy Lube. I know. Yeah, you've got you've got approved uh, approved installers, um, but not for all makes and models, right? So some places, for instance, aren't approved by Honda to do installs, or you know, like it's you 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 really have to kind of know, and that's why it's it's good to have a good mechanic. Like if you trust a good mechanic, that's ultimately your best bet, because the dealership service experience today is an absolute fucking nightmare. What dealership? Let's just. So this, the one that I take the car to is for my car is obviously a Mercedes dealership, but even the wife yesterday had issues at the Chrysler dealership for her Ram. They are, they're operating on a model, right? Which their business requires of always doing over capacity because you have people, you have people last minute canceling dealership service appointments, but the mechanic is still there and needs to get paid. So they always schedule too many appointments. So <clears throat> my car got dropped off uh, two weeks ago for – now I have the car back in, in complete transparency Transparency here because that's all we do here at No Very Left Behind. Um, I have the car back, but dropped it off. Um, after scheduling an appointment two weeks ahead of time because that's how far out they were scheduling appointments, Okay. Dropped it off February 12th. Um, I believe that was a Thursday or Wednesday. I did not get a call from the dealership until the next Tuesday about what could possibly be wrong with my car. Okay. And February 12th was a Wednesday. So that is whatever. Five business days later is when they got back to me. The guy said... At worst, initially, he said, at worst, I'll tell you by Friday when you can expect your car back. Fine. They got busy, whatever. No one told me, right? We're delayed in, in this backup, whatever. But it, if, if I truly needed, needed the car, um, I would have been really pissed, right? Like, they never give you a loaner. That's what you gave them. <laughs> so... If someone's like, oh, and they limit your driving to 100 miles per day. So if someone had a trip to Dallas or something, and they were hoping that their car would be fixed, they did the responsible thing. They scheduled their appointment two weeks in advance, right, which is what I did, expecting the car would be looked at when I drop it off, or at least within like six hours. It would be diagnosed with whatever's wrong with it. It would then be fixed maybe three to four days I didn't get that car back until the Monday after they told me what was wrong with it, which was <laughs> what that ended up being like the 24th. Yeah. The 24th. But what was, what was wrong with it? It was twofold. So it needed just the normal service. Um, and then I had an issue with the um, assistive braking where it would like break at random times on the highway. Oh, nice. <laughs> like slam on the brakes. So I, I figured out how to turn it off. Um, but yeah, really scary. Um, so so it's it just because you plan it, right? If, if you told me, hey, it's because a part is on back order and we don't want you driving it or whatever. That wasn't the reason. The only reason it took them this long is because they had such a backlog of fucking services to get through 
because the business model is book as many people as you can so that our department stays busy, right? And then just give these people loaners. That That's insane to me. It is like, it is, it is the ultimate selfish business decision that you can make just to piss off your customers for no reason. Did you take your car? I'm sorry, I had to step out for a second. Did you take your car to the dealership where you bought it? Yeah. And was that the closest dealership to you? Brian, it's the only dealership in Austin. Well, no, I I bring that up because there are dealerships here in Dallas where people from Lubbock will drive their car to have it serviced here in Dallas Um, because of the level of service they receive. The same way for Fort Worth. I mean, I have have family who work at... uh, who family who has worked at Mercedes dealerships and current, you know, members of the family who work at BMW dealerships and have worked there for like almost 20 years. Um, but it's, they work there because the level of service that that dealership offers meets the level of service that they provide as mechanics and, and and techs. So some of the shit like, yeah, it's typical for, for car dealerships, but I mean, and you're right. As there's some deal, some some items that you want to get serviced at your, or like at the the actual manufacturer, yeah, dealer. Um, just because like assistive braking, you can go to any like European like specialist uh, auto repair shop, and they're not going to be able to fucking help you in the same way that no, the Mercedes Benz. Like, because that shit is highly technical and for the most part, it involves computers that are only available to Ben's dealerships. And the liability that they create by telling you it is fixed. Yeah. It's outside of their remit. There is no oh, yeah. European auto service company that's going to go, hey, oh yeah, no, this is cool. Go drive on 35 and see yourself wrecked. <laughs> yeah. If- yeah, yeah. Well, that's also I mean, this shit like that. That's why there's no fucking Tesla specialized mechanics out there because they're so highly specialized that they have to be serviced by the people who manufacture. Also, you a Tesla gets serviced once a year, and yeah. it's not. It just not is an inspection. It's not really like anything. But you know what? It definitely is not. It's not fucking Ted down at Electric pa- uh, Motor Palace going. Yep, seems pretty good. Yeah. You can go ahead and turn that autopilot yeah. on. If that battery pack. All volatile, you could be dealing with like someone burning alive in their car <laughs> so, <laughs> while going that may be lost in the 21st century, isn't it? A mechanic, Auto could, mechanic. well, it, it wouldn't be lost, it, it would be, be lost, definitely changed. changed. It would, it would be leveled up. Auto mechanics, as we know, it would for sure will be a leveled up skill. You need, you need, you, you will need some additional highly technical training, probably in the software side, to be able to do it. You're right. I mean, honestly. Like the mechanics at even the Mercedes Benz dealership are fucking way different than they were 30 years ago for sure. And some of the stuff is already occurring. It has to, because I mean, Mercedes now has almost a self-driving car. So you're like, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, the, the same argument or the same complaint that you have, I have for basically any service available in Dallas, Fort Worth is that they're overbooked so badly with, it no, doesn't matter what service you're going to. That's why I change the, my own oil in my car and service my own cars as much as I can, because I don't have four hours to wait to change the oil when it only takes me like 30 minutes and I'm dicking around and drinking a beer while I'm doing it, you know? Hashtag big city problems. <laughs> 
I mean, it's I have a I have a Jiffy Lube in my neighborhood. I go there after work. I'm there at six. I I'm home by six fifteen. You know what I don't like about little towns and little town Jiffy Lubes is I grew up in a little town and I know that little town Jiffy Lubes and in Tulsa being a little town in comparison here, uh, little town Jiffy Lubes are are employed by the same people who I grew up with. <laughs> Nah. And I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't trust that you have the 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 ability to remember to screw my goddamn oil drain back on. I mean, that's, I get that. In the end, it's an oil change. I would love to have an oil change place that I could take the car to. Most, unfortunately, don't take the car. Yeah. Um, but uh, I take the wife, right? Like we we prepaid will not prepaid but free will changes that we're using at the the dealership but mm-hmm. after that's done i'll take it to the jiffy lube it's an oil change um we've got a local chain it's called austin automotive if you ever need anything they're great reliable automotive local company as well they're great but they always do this booking bullshit like you can book and then you're still fucked and you're like okay but i don't understand this system because you're asking me to book that's how, like, I feel like all appointments these days work. Yeah, and, and it's and it's all schedule optimization, sort of. You know, they're like, oh, just have people book themselves and blah, blah, blah. But then you also allow walk-ins. And you're like, well, now you can't. Like, I understand you're not always going to be fully booked. But if you're allowing walk-ins, but you have two appointments coming in in 15 minutes. Well, and- you, you remember how we were just talking about how the mechanic, as you know it, yesterday is going to change tomorrow in, in the yeah. way that they're servicing things. You're asking those same mechanics to also be customer service specialists, and that's that's what we're experiencing. Is those people like people who don't have that skill, the skill that you're talking well, about? Yeah. To, because they've eliminated the, the admin in all of these places. Mm-hmm. So when you get checked in, it's by a guy that's actually changing oils. Yeah, he's up. got other shit to do. Like, let him yeah. go. That's, that's why I fucking hate the Firestone out by my house. Like, to the point where I complained to their corporate headquarters. They sent me a $50 voucher to, like, free $50 on any service that I want done there. And, and you will never go back. And to I told them, that. I go, you can fucking keep this shit because this is pointless. Yeah. I waited three and a half hours to, to have my oil changed. That fuck off. You go fuck yourself. There was one point I the last time I went there and the thing that actually got me the uh, sent through to the corporate office was I waited two and a half hours to have my wife's car inspected, only to have them read down a list of things that were all apl- like all within code and all within safety measures across the board. They ran me down like I was the biggest dumbass for having tires that were one rating off of perfect. They were mm-hmm. like, this is just highly unsafe, sir. And I finally just had to tell the guy, I go, I'm not a fucking idiot. Stop it. I passed inspection. He, take my card. Here's $25, whatever the fuck it is. I'm leaving. And that got a, that, that was a fun response. I've, I don't think I'm welcome back to that Firestone. But at the same time, like, <sighs> if you're doing that to me, I, I know a thing or two about what the fuck you're trying to upsell me on or like, like shit talk no, me on. They put, they put the guy in front of you that is the commission paid guy. Right. And you're like, dude, fuck off. So that's honestly, I only do tire changes even with, with my Mercedes at discount tire because they will do the tire changes. A, they're going to give me all the good options available because they have the inventory of tires, yeah. you know, even if they have to order them. B, 
their their entire company model and the reason they're so big is built on the Costco of tires. Like we don't lie to people. We don't care what you buy. We're going to give you, we're going to tell you this is going to wear out faster, but it's cheaper. So maybe for you, if you're about to turn this car in or you're about to trade it out, whatever, this works. Um, or you can get the stock tire, but the stock tire, you know, you see it, it doesn't necessarily always wear the same for everybody. So the stock tire is going to cost you whatever, let's say 150 bucks a tire. Yeah. Do you want the stock? Do you want, and that's what I like about them yeah. for tire. Yeah, right. They, they also fall into that category of having bad pitches that they get coached on. Uh, because I had someone ask me if I wanted Z rated tires for my Kia Spectra. And I was like, Uh-oh. you can go know. fuck yourself. I don't, I don't need tires that can go 170 on the highway. I'm good. I don't need that. No, I guess the, the discount down here by, by me is just really honest. Like every oh, time yeah. I go talk to them, I'm like, listen, man, this is a vehicle that, I drive maybe 200 miles a month at the moment because I work from home. Uh, I Weird can flex. almost assure you because I bought it as a like a vehicle. I don't know. It's like you bought it, it as a vehicle. Leave it at that. That's fine. No. <laughs> demo vehicle, ah. right? For the the uh, general manager of the dealership. And they can only drive it up to 2,500 miles and then they have to sell it. Otherwise, they can no longer get a new car warranty. So um, bought it as that and uh, don't really know how long I'm going to drive it. But for the time being, if I'm not driving it, why am I going to put the most expensive tires on the car that are possible? Because it's all about that flex game, Frank. Yeah, you got to flex flex the sneaks on the on the car. <laughs> on your whip. On your Anyway, so whip. I I was just like and the guy was really honest. He goes, "Dude, that makes total sense. Let me let me give you the options. I'll walk you through." He goes, "Our tire ratings are not based off of what what like we think." He goes, "We have wear estimates that are based off of tires that have been returned into the shop that we understand like, Hey, this, this tire was only on this car for 10,000 miles, you know, like they can, they can gather their own statistics to do that discount tire rating, mm-hmm. uh, their wear rating. So I was like, okay, I understand. I, I mean, if it was a really good sales pitch and I fell for it, fine, but it, it's something that like, if you don't have that level of customer service, you're just losing this battle. Like it's, it's not even if, if, even if your scheduling isn't perfect, right? If your customer service is such bullshit that the scheduling just adds to it, you're you're in some serious trouble. And I feel like most of these dealerships are so widely known for terrible customer service around the board. Once you get to the service department, you're like, ah, where are they gonna fuck me now? You know, like that's the first thing. When when the guy said, Oh, you need new rear tires, I go, show me the tire. They show me the tire. I'm like, okay, obviously I need new rear tires. And he goes, I can give you a deal. Two tires. Listen, two tires. $595. I go, you <laughs> can suck a dick. There's no fucking way I'm paying $600 for two tires. He goes, well, that's the going rate. And I go, for your tires. So I go to discount, $335 out the door, mounted, done. Fuck you. So at that point, I already have a sour taste in my mouth. Right? Like, it's just... Yeah, I, I, oh boy, 
That's why it grind my it grinds my gears. That's why I got so fired up. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, Villem, you you have to go. I'm being I'm being told you have to go, Villem. I yeah, I've got a, a pro- producer in my ear is telling me you've got to yeah, yeah. you got to go. Sorry, okay. I used the wrong term. No, bad. it's it's fine. It's fine. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna bounce out. Uh, Villem, it was it's been fun. It's been real. It's been yeah. funny, funny, real. Damn it, it, I fucked it up. <laughs> right. Oh, I got in the middle of your joke. No, Shit. No, you're fine. You're fine. That's what real fun is the joke. Yeah, right? I know. I fucked it up on purpose and then acted like oh, I didn't mean oh. to fuck it up. It's a whole thing, Willem. Fuck. All right. <laughs> anyway, for the listeners, thank you for listening in spite of all of this. And uh, oh. yeah, Willem and Tulsa, I'm out. Peace. See you guys. See ya. Uh, I oh fuck I didn't play the bagpipes for him damn it I meant to play the bagpipes oh well didn't get a proper exit nah it's fine he brexited out of here see what I did there but yeah. wow topical the year's Real. 2018 folks <laughs> right that's right I mean you know with with the environment like it is today this post 9-11 world that we're living you gotta keep everything yeah. relevant your goodbyes yeah oh fucking A dude <laughs> I, it, Any, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say I I I enjoyed your your grinds my gears. Uh, I thought I was gonna go down another another rabbit hole of you yelling at people in the service industry, but I agree with you on this one. I'll yell at those same people too. And the issue is, it's like for me, I see it as a, a missed opportunity for management to fucking save their people from getting shat upon. It really because they're doing the best job that they can do. I mean, like, it, yeah, it may have taken them like four days to get your car diagnosed because it may have legitimately taken four days, but it's not up to them to call you. It's not up to the guys yep. working on your car to call you and be like, hey, this shit's taking longer than I needed to. That's their boss's job. And if they suck, that's why I say, like, you got to go, you got to you find someplace else to go if you can. None of these fucks got rid of service managers, okay? None of them. And I can tell you, after working in a car dealership, these people do fucking nothing. So if it means that that man or woman has to make 30 phone calls between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. to update people on their cars, then so fucking be it. It is absolutely asinine. If you've ever worked in a car dealership, you know anybody above the sales floor and the mechanic does barely shit to get that place going. Hey, what do you mean? Those financing guys got to crack a lot of numbers. You know what I mean? Just well, crank them all up. You fill out some loan applications on a website it's, and get you a pre- but, That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're doing the bare minimum to be called a financing guy. And everybody else is doing nothing. So three hardest positions at a car dealership, used car sales guy, the purchaser, the salesperson and and the mechanic. The rest of them don't do shit. I would present they're, to you the lot porter does a lot, moving the cars around and making sure they're clean. Sure, sure. But I was talking about <laughs> those jobs flip in and out, right? The like revenue generating positions, you I'm mean. I'm talking about, yeah, the people that make the business run. I understand the lot attendants, they probably work the hardest. Porter, please. Lot porter. We have a title. Oh, but we, we call them lot attendants. But anyway, oh, you treat your people like shit then is what you're saying. I had a title. Dealership. Oh, yeah. uh, but you, you pretty quickly understand the hierarchy. Yeah. Right. And the salespeople treat the lot attendants or lot porters very well. Normally they mm-hmm. do not shit up because they are reliant upon them to clean the car on a moment's notice to make sure the customer's happy. Correct. So if those people don't do their job, you can't do your job. So I would say 
let's put the hierarchy at salespeople and include the lot people in that because that's true. They they do 30 to 40% of the sale is just the car looking presentable and being good, right? Then the salespeople have one of the shittiest jobs. Um, the used car sales guy, if he buys cars mm-hmm. and they don't sell, he's fired. That is a very oh, stressful job. Yeah, and that's like predicting the fucking future sometimes. Yeah. Being a stock trader, that shit is not easy. And you have to know a lot about the market and a lot about fucking cars. Yeah. Because you can buy the Dodge Avenger, but <laughs> unless it's an RT version, it probably won't sell. Mm-hmm. Or if it is an RT version, it might not sell, right? Like, you've it's, got to know it. And here's what I can tell you. Uh, history tells us that the Dodge Avenger did not sell. <laughs> Doesn't matter sure. what the fuck it was. <laughs> or, or you can buy the BMW 320i in Texas, and he's going to be like, yeah, they don't get any any additional value because it's four-wheel drive yeah. or all-wheel drive because it's Texas. No one here is going to pay you extra for an all-wheel drive vehicle. Yeah, dirt driving in a BMW doth not happen. So, so what they normally do is they say, I'll buy it. I'm not going to pay you extra, and I'm going to pay someone about 300 bucks to drive it up to Minnesota and sell it at auction and make my extra two grand because of the all-wheel drive. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a fucking real thing and a thing that if you – you want to hear real crazy shit? We'd catch people driving across country, like uh, in groups of like you know five to ten, driving from New York, upstate New York, buying cars at auto auctions there, and driving them to Las Vegas and flipping ten cars for and make you know between eighty and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Absolutely, it's insane what cars if sell you, for in Vegas. If you if you can buy four wheel drive vehicles here now, not trucks. It does not work for trucks. But four-wheel drive SUVs at trade-in prices in Texas will sell for an additional two to three to five grand in Minnesota, Michigan, New York, uh, because people down here tend to drive a little bit less. They don't have salt on the roads, so yeah. the damage, the undercarriage, everything is minimal. Um, the interior damage is minimal because you don't have salt, you don't have snow, nothing's melting in the car. Uh, you can take a pristine four-wheel drive vehicle, three years old, thirty-two thousand miles, sell it for five grand more in Minnesota if you're willing to make the drive. Now, totally accurate. Okay, don't so let them look on. at the dashboard. Hierarchy of auto dealerships. That's your used car person. I think he is uh, uh, number one on the stress list uh, and sort of number two on the person likely to get shit on because the salesperson is number one along with the lot porter. Like they get shit on all the time. Then the poor mechanic who after a while has to explain to someone, yeah, this is a fucking Chrysler. Like, (laughs) he bought it. I'm sorry. This shit goes wrong. That's number three. And outside of that, you got a bunch of people sitting around collecting a paycheck, not doing much. And it, it it is one of the most, like, if they could film... An office series, but do it at a fucking car dealership. Holy shit. That would be unreal. I honestly, I find myself listening to car dealership stories. I'm sorry. I spoke over you. What? I said, I just gave you a great transition into your. Oh, no, dude. I honestly, I find my, I found myself when I was hating my old job, uh, listening to car stories online. And it took me right back to being a lot porter. Not doing shit. Like a good like forty percent of the time, I am not doing a goddamn thing. 
you do shit, it matters. It does matter. And people fucking, the reason it matters is because people notice. I'm not saying that you're doing a whole lot, but people fucking notice. Car and someone's gonna be like, oh my god, you th- you said it was gonna be pristine and look this, at the smudge on this window. You're like, it's a fucking car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I mean, and then you think about it, you're like, well, you just spent like even eight grand on a used car. I'm like, that's eight thousand dollars. All right, that's a good chunk. Like, let's make sure it looks as good as eight, we can make this fucking two thousand dollar car look. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so. Yeah, you know all the tricks. Like oh, this, yeah. is, this is how you detail this leather to have it look thirty days. Here's 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 a trick for you. Armor all on the fucking tires. Interior armor all on sidewalls of tires will make them bitches shine. <laughs> Highly dangerous. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You have to be very careful about how you apply that because if it gets on the tread of the tire, it is it's like you're driving on ice. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but it looks yeah, so awesome. Wrap it. Oh just- yeah. You take it, you put it on a sponge, on a detail sponge, and then you just wipe it on. I got really good with the old sprayer, though. I just pop, 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 hit it up. So a little, uh, a little backstory. I worked as a lot porter at a car de- at a Chevy dealership in my hometown before I went to college, and my brother got me the job because it was small town Oklahoma, and uh, I remember it was over the summer, and I'm just like showing up like every every day eight to four over the summer. There was except for on Fridays, and I worked like I don't know, fucking three to eight, some weird shit. Because you yeah, you sell those floors open longer. Yeah, and you end up selling more cars or delivering more cars on on a Friday. That's fine, no yeah. big deal. I get a call or I, I I clock into work on a Friday afternoon. My boss pulls me into his office. He's like, "Hey, uh, we got a transfer we need to make." And I was like, "Shit, yeah, baby. That means I get to drive a piece of shit car to some other dealership and bring another piece of shit car back here." You know, and was it all these pieces of shit? A lot of the times, those well, are new cars. It's just like the package isn't right. Well, funny you mention that because he was like, brand new Chevy Cobalt needs to go up to Edmond or Mustang. I don't know, somewhere west Oklahoma City on a Friday afternoon. Oh. And I was like, oh shit, a Cobalt. Look out now. Does it have XM? Does that have that free, the, <laughs> the free round of XM? With that free trial? It's going to be sick. I'm going to be listed the whole way up there. Anyway, I get up there to the dealership and it's a the dealership in central Oklahoma that I was at was tiny. I mean, fucking tiny. So it, Brian, can we quickly just state a Chevy Cobalt trade <laughs> cost the person doing the trade <laughs> at least 500 to $1,200, depending on the differentiation in price and whether or not the Chevy Cobalt was going to sell. Okay. Yeah. So the one that we took up there was an automatic two door. Okay. Okay. Like CD, the base package, nothing fancy, but automatic. You you might see where I'm going with this. I pull up to the dealership up in Oklahoma City, and it's a fucking mega dealership. I go in to see the service guy. I'm like, hey, here's the or the the man, the general manager. I'm like, hey, here's the keys. Uh, everything else, you know, you have a packet of material. You hand them when they hand you. We sell the car to them. Basically, and they hand me the keys and I'm like it's a black one out there. I was like, oh sweet, it's a little black two door Cobalt with a fucking spoiler on the back. It was before the SS package, so I was like, all right, it's pretty sick. It'd be sweet. And he's like, all right, man, have fun. I was like, what? What? And he goes, all right, traffic's a bitch out there today. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well that seems that seems like Ominous. foreboding. I guess <laughs> get out in the car. I for two hours. Yeah. I open the door and I'm like, oh, it's a five speed. Cool. <laughs> like nobody nobody told me this is a five speed. One, two, it's Friday afternoon in Oklahoma City. 
Okay. Well, let's 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 see how this goes. I mean, I pull out of there like I've been driving a five speed a lot longer than the thirty seconds I'd been driving that five speed. I was like, "You're a smart guy, Brian. You understand how clutches work. This is fine." On NASCAR once. <laughs> Do what? I've seen this on NASCAR once. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. So I get to cruising out of out of the dealership, get off the surface streets, and get onto the highway. Didn't kill the car once. I was like, I'm fucking sitting on top of the world, baby. We Boy, I, I need to practice in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, by the time I get back to back to the dealership, I'm gonna be a fucking pro. I'm be- didn't know is it was it came with built in assistive braking oh, before yeah. <laughs> it was even invented. <laughs> I can tell you right now. So we got I got on the highway and I, I get going well and I just see brake lights. I'm like, well shit. I spent parking brake. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I say brake lights up ahead of me. So I have, I have to stop. The stall zone is what we call it. Yeah. Well, it's what I like to call the old clutch bakery because that's what we took it to. (laughs) We. So I'm sitting in traffic for maybe ten minutes before the sweat that I had building up on my body was too much. Like, have you ever been so nervous? That you're just your back sweats uncontrollably. Like I have the AC cranked all the way up in this car, and I'm still sweating. Do what? The back of your knees were sweating. It was so bad. Yes, every every back of everything was sweating. I was like, oh god damn it. So I'm in traffic in this car that is brand new, brand new. I mean, it had literally one mile on the odometer when I pulled it off the lot, and I'm like, okay, all right. Da, 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 da. <sighs> stop and go traffic the whole time and I'm you know I only kill it a handful of times and finally I get to the point where I like I see an exit that's a quarter mile up ahead this is pre-GPS mind you I there's no GPS in the car I didn't have a smartphone I had a fucking uh, a razor flip phone at the time that's all I had so I'm like uh, what was this uh, it was an 05 cobalt okay. So I uh, I see a, an exit up ahead, and I was just like, "Fuck it!" Threw it down into gear and just passed everybody on the shoulder, <laughs> like for a good quarter mile. Just, just, <laughs> just bah, 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 bah. and I, I'm like, what, just fucking hammered down, just wham, da ba, wham, doing old fast and furious okay. bullshit. Well, why didn't you just go neutral first? Neutral first the whole time, Frank. I did. And I was killing the car so many times. Oh, I was restarting oh. it because I, you know, I got it. Yeah, okay. It was not a, it was not having a good time and stop and go traffic. No, no, I'm not sitting in third and no, I'm not, I'm not a moron. So pass everybody on the shoulder. Got tons of honks. Just basically, I don't give a fuck. Like I fully understand how people drive with dealer tags. I'm like, I hundred percent on board with how they drive. <clears throat> turn off and it i take every like back road that i could to get back be back on first and neutral <laughs> yeah just to not have to fucking work the clutch anymore than i had to i get back to the dealership and i didn't even take it up front i just took it straight to the wash bay washed it off got everything looking nice got the old uh busted out the old spray for the aluminum wheels made them look shiny as hell went and got gas in it did my did the normal thing that i'm supposed to do 
pull it back up front and park it. And they, they had like this like checkered, <laughs> like checkered flag, like finish, like first place, the zone, whatever the fuck that NASCAR does where you, you know, they park the winning car. They had that in front of the dealership. So I parked it out there. Get out of the car, just gippity boop bap deep by, like just sitting on top of the world. Flip the keys to the salesman who told me to go up there to get the car, and he just goes, "Jesus Christ, I can smell the clutch from here." You understand that, right? I go, "What's that now?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it smells hot." I go, "What do you mean?" He's like, "It smells like you have destroyed the car." <laughs> like, he's like, "They're gonna be here in twenty minutes." I hope to God it's cool enough by then. We literally went out. We filled up the. We had uh, those por- a couple of portable air tanks to fill yeah. up tires on the on the lot. Had a couple of those. Took the air attachment off and put a fucking nozzle, a spray nozzle off, and got under the, under the car to cool the fucking transmission down <laughs> and like disperse the stank. Did they it, buy the car? Yeah, I mean, they bought the car. I mean, also fully under warranty. Now, it's like anything that went wrong with it was going to be fucking covered. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, they bought the car. It was perfectly fine. Everybody was happy. That salesman, when I flipped in the old keys, Creed Branton style, like, keep it running for me. <laughs> like, went to walk in the door. He was like, you've got to be kidding me, right? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> Maybe you should have asked me if I could drive a manual, bitch. That's exactly what I told them. As we were, like, cooling it off, he's like, you know, I realized I never asked you if you could drive a manual. I go, no, you did not. <laughs> Me to take a plane back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I could have put it on a fucking tr- on a train. Say, <laughs> decisions have consequences, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> dude. He was like, it smells hot, and I was like, is that what that is? Huh? Okay. Well, now I know. I, I've never driven a car with a clutch before, so or with a manual clutch. So, yeah, maybe that is what it smells like. Uh, and then. As if that were not something enough to like put them off of having Brian drive cars around. I get the keys handed to me on like a Saturday morning, and it's a little key fob. In 2005, you don't get many key fobs without the actual metal part of the key. And I was like, oh, shit. It's the keys to the C5 vet. They were like, yeah, it's on the showroom. We're, uh, we're going to open the door for you. I need you to drive it off. Drive it around, get some of the quote-unquote, get some of the cobwebs out and then go get gas in it. I was like, what, is, what does that mean? Hammer it. I go, oh, okay, I can absolutely do that. First time driving a Corvette, I'm going to definitely do that. I'm 18 years old and you tell me to hammer a car? Yeah, absolutely. The last words I heard when I pulled out of the parking lot were, don't worry, you won't be able to break the tires loose. Which, I don't know if you've ever been challenged in such a way, Frank, but my manlyhood came up and I quickly found out where that traction control button was on the old, the old center console and proceeded to burn the tires off the car in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> Do what? I'm sorry. I said, oh boy. <laughs> it was a very proud moment of mine. Uh, my brother, who, again, got me the job there, was disappointed. I don't know if that's the right word, but he was not uh, not pleased when I came back. And he was like, it smelled like the brakes are on fire. I go, they almost are. And I was going very fast in a residential neighborhood. It was fine. It was fine. Everything's fine. Everybody worked out. Well, I mean, so in the end, I think what we're saying here is the uh, the the job of a car dealership employee in general is filled with stories. Oh, 
that would be incredible TV. Like just they they made a a story about supermarket employees. Fuck that. That is like frankly non-customer interactive work. Let me ask you this very leading question. Who's the craziest salesman you worked with at a car dealership? It's a Dwight Schrute type. <laughs> like, it probably it, puts Dwight to shame, honestly. Absolutely. You're dealing with like a combination of 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 uh Dwight, Ryan, Michael Scott, and and uh God, I always forget his name. Michael Scott's buddy, uh um Who's the guy that he always says like, "Oh, he's gonna be there." Uh, boy. <laughs> oh, the guy who uh, tries uh, who called out the fact that Michael was banging Jan. Super misogynistic. Yeah, dude. I forget his name. I know no, who you're talking about it's that guy. Like, it's a combination of those four human be. Excuse me, four human beings and one. So, it's it's. The the incredible amount of misogynism that still exists in those dealerships and um, the 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 crazy ass shit they do to sell people cars it's <laughs> it's a whole fucking TV series waiting to be discovered. Used car dealers are the some of the most inventive people on the planet. They are fixers of problems. <laughs> Hey, mm-hmm. this car came in, didn't have uh, floor mats. We're going to take the floor mats out of this car and this car, and we're going to, ah, let's pressure wash one of them and see if we can't get it to be a lighter color and then throw them both in this guy. I promise these guys are going to have floor mats. Well, what about those two cars you stole those floor mats from? I will deal with that later. Like, literally using their paycheck to go buy floor mats at AutoZone so that they can get this floor, this car out, out tonight so that they can get that up on the board for this month's sales. I, there was a guy at my dealership who had a glass eye, <clears throat> and sometimes the the eye would just roll around wonky in his fucking head. <laughs> so he'd be sitting there talking to a customer, and you see the customer like tilting their head around, trying to catch it, like trying to catch his fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd stop and be like, my eye doing that weird thing again? I'm very sorry about that. And he'd pull it out, wipe it off with a cloth that he had in his pocket, and then he'd pop it back in. And the look on the customer's faces were just fucking horrified. <laughs> because <laughs> so that we honestly that's not like a, a, a prosthetic leg or something like you see someone with it you're like oh clearly i know what's happening something something has happened you see someone with a glass eye you honestly look and you're like is that he's like a lazy eye what's what's happening here and then when they pop it out of their head you're not prepared the first time you see someone pop out an eye i'm gonna tell you right now Especially all nonchalantly in the middle of a conversation. Like they've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. Like they're prepared for it, but you're sure as hell not. Like that's fucking traumatizing. I'm going to be honest with you. Dude. So the, the other thing about car dealerships, you always have that person that's there, but really like they're only there because it was a last resort job, you know? Oh, so yeah. uh, we had this guy name was Todd. I don't know where Todd's at in life right now. Don't really give a shit. The dude was an absolute lot rat, right? So he would go out uh. like like front run customers mm-hmm. that in the sales side of things, which is what I did, uh, you all sit there like fucking, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Literally, you're, you're They're like dogs waiting for the ball to come into the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. There's a grade two hierarchy that, oh, Frank's waiting for a customer. He can't go right now. Right. Just got the last lot person. So now it's Chris's turn. You know? It's called an up system. Who's up? 
Exactly. Yep. And they fuck around with it. Todd's the front runner. He doesn't give a shit. He like sits outside waiting for these people and he just front oh. runs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Todd Todd always has this ability to let you know that and this was 2000 right after the real estate crash, right? So Todd was only there because his real estate empire collapsed. Empire. <laughs> so, so it's dude i mean i'm telling you this is a missed opportunity at some point someone's gonna make a series out of this shit and it's gonna be fantastic but car dealerships are rife with perfect tv material like 30 minute episodes oh. interactions with customers trying to sell them a car shit goes wrong shit goes right hilarity ensues it's perfect supermarkets not that i, I i'm gonna be honest with you Staples, you I, you could have a show about Staples. It would have the same effect as show about fucking Walmart. It honestly, I used to like the show. It got me, it got me through some nights, uh, night feeding with my daughter. I didn't get it. Like, I guess, I guess there were storylines that I just didn't quite. Uh, I one hundred percent get that. Like, if you miss an episode, it could get really fucked. Oh, up. I just spilled more beer on my fucking laptop. Give me a second. <laughs> Well, I'll guide you through uh, what 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 I'm finishing drinking for the evening, which is uh, a, a key lightful, which I can't I can't stress enough, is probably not for everybody. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upfront and honest, not for everybody, but for those of us who it is for, we appreciate it. We appreciate it a lot. Nothing natural about it. Doesn't matter. It's still very very tasty and delicious. And just to let the people at home know, Frank is just wiping things off of his laptop, but his laptop webcam keeps turning off and on, and I don't know that he's touching yeah, anything. Pressing all the buttons at the same time. Oh, okay, the that can explain it. Probably no longer usable is what I'm guessing. Uh, what kind of laptop do you have? It's a MSI. Oh, okay. It's a gaming laptop? It is, yeah. Does it have uh, all, all solid state everything inside? Or do you have a spinny, spinny hard drive? We might have lost Frank. Frank, are you Frank, are you there? Well, I'm gonna guess that he is not with us anymore. I'm guessing that the beer had its intended purpose and took out his laptop, his main form of communication for this podcast. Very unfortunate that that happened. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen at home, in your car, at work. I want you to pour one out for Frank's laptop as I play us out this evening. Uh, also, I mean, it's, I have to note, it is deep in the, deep in the heart of March here before St. Patrick's Day, so we're going to hit you with some more trap pipes. I'm going to hope you enjoy. Um, I appreciate you guys checking in with us each and every week here on No Beer Left Behind. Uh, I know I've been lacking in some of my social media uh, work that I do. Uh, I promise I have not forgotten. Uh, I, uh, I try to keep posting over at No Beer Left Cast on uh, Instagram. Uh, Frank, I know, is very active at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter. And I am present at NBLB Beer on Twitter as well. Uh, I know I haven't produced any uh, videos as of late. And... I will be better. I promise you. Uh, so uh, definitely keep checking out uh, our social media pages and our YouTube page as well. 
And as always, uh, if you like what you hear, uh, please tell a friend about us. Uh, and be sure that you go over and leave us a podcast review wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if they have reviews available, hit us up. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm trying to stall a little bit to see if Frank can get it back, get his uh, laptop back up and running. But I think it is completely, completely gone. So uh, I'll close this all out for Brian here in North Texas. Uh, until next time. No Beer Left Behind is out. Damn, son, where'd you find this?